Well, this podcast was a blast to record. Recently, our podcasting little brother from another mother, Matt Brender, got married. And Matt and Adele had a wonderful wedding. They are such a cute couple. The wedding was amazing. Everyone had an amazing time. But Amy and I thought it would be fun to record a surprise episode of the Geek Whisperers at Matt and Adele's wedding during their reception and make it a surprise. Well, we almost pulled off the surprise part. You'll have to listen to the podcast to see how that turned out. The podcast itself was about community and about how our online and offline communities affect each other and bleed together and how our offline friendships lead to online community and vice versa. I'd really like to thank the folks who participated in the podcast, Luigi Danikos and his wife Mara, Jonas Rosland and his wife Lisa, my wife Kathleen Nelson-Troyer, Amy Lewis, of course, and a surprise appearance by Matt Brander and Adele Broberg. Congrats. Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Whispers. I'm Amy Lewis. And I'm John Mark Troyer. And we're here at Matthew Brender's wedding. So this is the one time the third Geek Whisperer is not present. And this is a surprise. So listeners, you're in on this with us. Hey, but we've got a lot of other good people here, people that we know and you may know. So uh, we're going to do a little uh, impromptu Geek Whisperers. Not impromptu, but a little informal Geek Whisperers here at the reception. Absolutely. It's our gift to Matt from the community to him. And today we're going to be talking about the value of community when it goes beyond your professional life. So we've always talked about why you should engage and how it's always good for your career. But here we are celebrating a really important life occasion with Matt. And we're all going to tell a little bit of a story about how these professional relationships can spill over across the world, across any kind of party line, and become part of your real life. So there's great value in expanding your network and engaging. It's one more way to get more out of your community. We've got some guests here. Let's have our guests introduce themselves because we've all kind of got a story. And Matt is an amazing community builder. So we're all here to celebrate a single thing. And we all connected through work and it became something else. So first up, let's introduce Luigi. Luigi, can you tell us who you are and what brought you here today? Yep. So I'm Luigi Danikos, also known as Nerdblur. And I was brought here because I met Matt on Twitter and I was a big influence on getting him started on Twitter. Whoa, wait, you got... The Brender on Twitter? Yes, I was one of the original people to get The Brender on Twitter. How how did that happen? What happened was a mutual friend of ours, Sean Tween, had his birthday party, and Matt was invited, and I was invited. So I didn't know Matt until that birthday party. And my wife was with us at the time as well, and she said she felt like she was on a third date, like a third (laughs) wheel on a date, because Matt and I just connected, and we just kept talking, and I said, no, you got to understand the power of social and getting involved. And then I actually pushed him to start ARFs. You know, there's always room for superlatives blog. And that's actually what started him tweeting more and getting more engaged. And then he started to realize and interact with other people. Actually, Luigi, your wife is here. So that's the actual origin story. They hit it off right away. Yes, that is very true. <laughs> I have to say the other origin story, Mara gets more credit. She actually is the person behind Luigi's Twitter handle, too. So I'm yes, learning a lot this weekend. Like, it, it's, it takes a village, right? It's not one single person. There's always somebody better behind them. <laughs> so what, what is the origin of Nerdblurt, then? Uh, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. We were laying down one night, and he just kept talking and talking and talking. I was exhausted. I wanted to go to bed. I had a long day the next day. 
and I just screamed out, nerd blurt, you're a nerd and you're blurting, like just nerd blurt and let's ignite. <laughs> and that's how it came about. <laughs> that's awesome. So the connection we're trying to make here is we very early on in our jobs, often we were tasked to be like the online community managers and, very, and we very quickly realized that this was an online offline thing and often it started online and then went offline. In this case, you guys knew each other offline first, right? You guys had met each other in the Boston area. And then that connection has stayed on for years now, right? I mean, this is years later, yeah. yeah. So we're going on six years, but the circle actually started with Twitter. Because if I didn't get involved with Twitter and, and meeting Thomas Jones, who then was talking to Sean on Twitter, Thomas and I, we became really close. So Thomas invited me to the Amalex party where I met Sean. And then because of my meeting of Sean through Thomas and stuff on Twitter ultimately led me to meet Matt in person. And then we connected in person first, and then we grew together socially. And now Matt is considered like a brother to me. Like my kids call him Uncle Matt and so forth. And, you know, he's been there for me personally through a lot of change in jobs, as well as I've been there for him in a lot of change in jobs. And we bounce those ideas off of each other constantly. And it's like, hey, I have this. But we, we ground each other. And I think it was social media allowed us to expand but it was about having that deeper connection and saying, you know what, I truly like you as a person. And we just use social media as a means to engage. It's proof that the platform is just a tool, right? In the end, we're all humans and you can connect for a professional reason. And again, we preach that a lot, that you've got to get engaged if you want to expand your network. But I love this concept that it has such a positive personal impact as well. And I think people overlook that. It is the social part of social media. We're humans. I'm also just thinking about the kind of random chain of events that have led us all here. How did you meet your wife? How did you get your job? All these things are almost in, in happenstance. You, you can trace them back to things that happen. But all those things are almost random. The many worlds of quantum mechanics, we all ended up here, though, you know, and we all ended up with the right people and the right jobs that, they, and that, that happened. And so, I, I don't know, I'm just marveling at the, that fact that we're all here. Well, it, it's the yes and we always talk about. You know, when you have a chance to say yes and, go for it. Like, there's opportunity out there. So we've got other guests here, too. I want to make sure we introduce Jonas. So this is not only, like, across the street. This is across the world. So, Jonas, can you introduce yourself? Yeah, sure thing. I'm uh, Jonas Rosland, at Jonas Rosland on Twitter. I'm a uh, community manager and developer advocate at EMC Code. I started, as many others, with social media for work, absolutely. And it has led me to go to a myriad of different places across the world. One of them is actually moving from Sweden over to Boston. It's been an amazing ride. I moved over a little over two years ago, and it's a lot of it is because I was a vocal voice out there talking about technology, talking about new and interesting ways that we can utilize technology. And thanks to that, I got a new job over in the U.S. So, yeah, absolutely. It's not just for work growth, but it's also for personal growth. So how did you meet Matt? So I actually met Matt over in London. We were there for a Cisco Live event a number of years ago. And both me and Matt, we were kind of starting out in the social media sphere. So we connected there. We, we met each other. We had a bunch of laughs and a bunch of pints. And uh, after that, we, since then, we, we've been friends. And Matt was actually one of the, the major reasons why I picked Boston to move to, because I knew Matt there. I knew that I would have someone that, as Luigi was mentioning, grounding me somewhere, making sure that I could kind of find a home as well. When I met Matt the first time, 
ever since then, we've been connected through different social media, through Twitter, through email, through Facebook. And you get to know a lot of people through these meetings and through these communities. And it's just wonderful to be here at his wedding today. It is an amazing thing. I mean, we've told our origin story of the Geek Whispers, but it's a Twitter story in some ways as well, and a, a real-life story. So Matt and I, everybody knows I'm infamously late. It's a comms ninja standard time. I try so hard, but I end up being late. I was late to a VMworld keynote, so there's no room left. There's no place to sit down. So I have to walk into the social hub, and they're broadcasting the keynote. And who do I stand next to but Matt Brender? We both laugh like hyenas, which apologies to whoever the keynote was that year, because I'm sure it wasn't as funny as we personally thought it was. And it wasn't you, it's us. It's us, not you. But it was it was such a bonding moment. And we, out of nowhere, just said, you know what, we really get along. And we were both doing something that was not necessarily what everybody else at our company was doing. And so we put a WebEx on our calendar. We're so boring. We put a WebEx and we met for an hour every week. And that's how I got to know Matt. And so John was just reminding me then it wasn't, but a couple months later, VMworld Barcelona came along. I got to meet you and you had an idea. I'd known this uh, crazy woman called Comms Ninja kept appearing in my stream. I didn't know who she was, but I saw that she was really working it. And uh, she looked like somebody interesting to talk to. And we finally were in the same place at the same time in Barcelona. And we said, you know what? We've got to do a podcast. Let's do a podcast together right now. Let's We'll follow up after this. And Amy said, well, you know, but I've also been working with this other guy, Matt, and we've been, like, kind of scheming and talking to each other about our jobs. And I think it would be really interesting if we all got together and talked about our jobs. So we're, I don't know, this is going to be podcast somewhere 110 plus later, three years, three or four years later. So, I mean, that, that's been super cool. I feel like Matt, we're human beings, right? So simply by talking to him, 150 times over four years for an hour or two at a time. And sometimes what people don't know is sometimes we get together to record. Actually, there's some weeks we just get together and vent at each other, right? Yeah. Yep. And, and that's all we do as we talk. And so um, not, every, not every conversation has been a uh, recording, but every conversation has been interesting. Matt is super insightful. And I've, just, I've grown to value that, that insight you know, more and more and that friendship more and more over time. And I am also, you know, Scott, my God, super pleased to be here at his wedding. And we just got to meet his big brother. And, of course, we got some great stories, which we're not going to record, but I'm going to hold them over your head, Matt Brinder. That human aspect, that human aspect, and, and his big brother saying, you know, there's just this wisdom in his soul. Like, he's older than I am, even though, it's, you know, he's the younger brother. And, and I joke, I'm older than Matt and his older brother, but I'm the baby sister. Matt's got a great wisdom. And that transfer from... The professional advice that immediately, like you said, becomes personal. We kind of do it like a theater check-in at the Geek Whispers. That's our other inside secret. We check in with each other every week, and we talk about how things are going. When we guide you all to say, please join these communities, it's not just so you can check a box and get one more work thing done. You'll find the right group. You'll find your niche, but don't close yourself up from the opportunity that you could wind up at somebody's wedding three years later. You never know what will happen. Put a pin in that. I'm going to ask my wife a question. So we also have my wife, Kat Troyer, here. Kat, you listened to me talking to the Geek Whispers. In fact, I just met Adele for the first time today, and I said, I feel like you must know us already because you've been hearing us talk on the other side of a Skype connection for years. I don't know. Any particular observations on, I mean, this is a Geek Whispers podcast, so maybe in the context of the, the three crazy Geek Whispers, what have you seen as we've talked into the night on Skype and, uh, you know, when dinner is waiting or whatever? And also in the terms of, of the connection, also what people don't know is actually Kat is my secret weapon for many VM worlds. I have been talking about the VMware community for years. Kathleen knows who you are, dear listeners. She knows your name. She knows your spouse's name. She knows your kids. She knows where you work. 
probably Facebook friends. Anyway, Kathleen's... Hashtag tweet with one eye open. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> anyway, Kat, any thoughts about the growth of this Geek First trio and the development of Matt over the years, our friendship with Matt over the years? What I've seen with the three of you is just an incredible amount of unconditional support. That just warms my heart, and I think it's really special. And I enjoy being a part of it peripherally. Very nice. So I did want to talk about community for a second. Amy and I actually were just last week, by the time this was published, we'll point to it in the show notes, on an episode of Virtually Speaking. So this is a VMware podcast, and this particular episode was about community, and we talked about the value of community for your career. Here we're talking about community and and work community spilling over into personal community, but I do think what you just pointed out, Amy, that, my God, this is, uh, I talked with some of Matt, uh, his relatives, and they were like, I told him this social media thing would never take off, and now look at him. And so... This community thing, it affects our whole lives. Do you want to, I'm curious, Luigi and Jonas talking about, can the community affect overall social circle and your overall work circle? I, w- I would definitely say it definitely overlaps. And for me personally, it helped me get my job at HP. Ultimately, if I wasn't involved in social media and meeting, like at the time I was heavily involved with the V-Specialist crew like Fred Nix and all those guys. But you weren't a V-Specialist, right? I was not, but a lot of people thought I was, or I was still working at EMC. And that ultimately led me to meet Stephen Spellacy via social. And then when he had an opening a couple of years ago, I said, hey, I'm interested in this. And on top of that, before that, I had multiple job offers get sent to me via DM. There was one analyst firm, I won't mention their name, but they said to me, and I was telling Amy this, hey, I don't really know what you do, but come talk to us about a job. You know, so for me, it was... Because of what I built within the community and getting accepted by the Scott Lowe's, the Fred Nixes, you know, the Jonas's, Amy, John, yourself, and getting involved within those groups that people were like, hey, it opened up opportunities. But then I meet other people like Sean Cannon down in Atlanta. When I go on family vacation, I stop with my family to see him. And it's so it brings that professional thing back to the personal thing and I know when Matt started the Geek Whispers with you guys, he talked to us about it. He said, hey, I know he was doing it with Mark Farley. He was doing a podcast. He says, hey, I'm going to start doing a podcast with Amy and John. I was like, that's a great thing because it allowed him to grow professionally, but also personally because he gets influenced by you guys every week, and that helps shape him to be a better person. We definitely solved a lot of job problems over the years on the air (laughs) while we were talking about them. So, Jonas, you actually are a community manager and an open source team at EMC. So, obviously, community slash... The funny thing is we used to, start, used to talk about social media now. Often, we more talk about community. But, I mean, they're related. So, I mean, obviously, community is an important part of your professional gig. And like you said, you changed countries because yeah. of it. Anything else, your thoughts on, on the importance of community to both somebody's career and the, the, modern, the modern company, right? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So... There are a bunch of different types of communities uh, around us, right? So um, when you look at some of the, the most often used communities that you might not even think that they are communities, but they are, you got nonprofit organizations looking at Wikimedia, for instance, that runs Wikipedia. Wikipedia is a source of information for everyone, and it's made out of information that has been filled out by random people online. When you look at other things than just online communities as well, so you got chat communities, you got blogging communities, but you also have these in real life communities, right? The away from keyboard communities. And I think those communities are even more important. So you got a bunch of different meetups. I run the Dr. Boston meetup. I do 
in-person training. I make sure that I spend time with the community members, not just talk to them online. Because online is a great tool, but once you meet them in real life, you sit down, have a coffee, have a beer, have dinner with them, you learn much more about them. You realize that you have much more in common with them than just an interest in this specific technology or in this specific area. You might become friends. In my mind, having a community and managing a community is really, really important in the, in the online sense, but making sure that you have a proper offline community and you take care of the people in your offline community is extremely important because you, you might make friends for life like we see here today. I just have to jump in there and say I completely agree with all that. I think that is absolutely spot on. And you do business with people that you like. And social gives you a platform to kind of scale that out across the world. I love to look at the fact that in my feed there are people that I, I consider genuinely friends. And I know that I can land anywhere. The juniors love this. Like the, the plane can land anywhere. And if we get stuck between some airports, et cetera, they know. They're like, Mama... We can go have dinner with anybody. You know, it's happened before. We've gotten stuck, and there's a family there that will come and help us out, and they know. What an amazing gift. Yeah, sometimes on some trips, I'm afraid a little bit to uh, to check into Facebook or something, because if I, if I don't meet people, if I'm in their town, they'll yell at me. What, you're in my town. You, you don't even have time. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I'm just here for four hours and leaving. I've got to tell one other Matt story, which is so quintessential Matt, that it's like one of my favorites. It was some late night. He was there. He was still with the EMC. They've got a... a center in RTP. He was doing some training. There were people and they were hanging out, but they're like, we'd like to hang out with Amy. And I'm like, I've got the kids. I'm stuck at home. And they're like, no worries. Later I learned that somebody's like, you can't call somebody at 10 o'clock at night and say like, hey, can I come to your house with a couple six packs? But Matt's like, no, it's Amy. It's totally fine. And so sure enough, I get a call at 10 o'clock and I'm like, well, I can't come out, but you're welcome to come here. The girls are asleep and they sleep through anything. And so it was like a barrel of monkeys arriving at my front door. Like, these guys, the pictures are amazing. Like, it was, I won't name all the names, but these guys built up my whole foyer, and they are like a couple of six-packs and, like, some chips, and we just hung out and talked. And I thought, this is amazing. <laughs> like, I was having a boring Tuesday, and, like, now there's a party. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like we really are lucky that this has turned into a piece of our job and a piece of our lives. I feel really fortunate to be here at this wedding. To Matt and Adele, congratulations. To everybody else. Like you say, watch out what uh, watch out what you do with your evenings, because uh, you know who knows what, whose wedding you'll end up at, or what country you'll move to uh, at some point, or what lifelong friends you'll make over the course of your career. I'm kind of wrapping it up, but we don't need to. Amy, anything else? No, I think the other key thing, my events hat. We've got to we've got to turn this into proper geek whisper org chart. It's important to realize that at a wedding, you're both the keynote speaker and the event planner. So plan accordingly. Breathe deeply, eat food, and surround yourself with people you really like. So that's our unsolicited advice. Any lessons from holding meetups that apply to weddings as well? Um, no, just the same thing. Plan it and have a ton of fun. Yeah. Well, and I, I should admit that we did discuss whether or not we could have any of us could have sponsored the napkins at Matt's wedding because we're <laughs> get a little budget, little social social community budget for that. Well, I, I got to say, I mean, the, the thing is, with I'm not an event planner, and event planners are very detail-oriented, but I think the most important thing about events, actually, is just that as long as there's enough food and drink, the events actually don't matter, right? You're bringing people, I've told this to many brides or, and, and grooms-to-be, sweat the details, but then don't sweat the details during the day. Things will go wrong, things will be out of order, the doves that you release will not go the right direction, your flower girl, you know, will suddenly have a tantrum and not walk down the aisle. It does not matter. Guests don't notice. They're just happy to be here. Same thing with the meetup. As long as the, the thing gets delivered, 
that's all they're here for, right? I'm here to meet some people and to learn something. No, absolutely. With that, I think we it's time to wrap up and conclude a very special episode of the Geek Whispers. Oops! Oh, we're totally <laughs> I'm Matt Brender. <laughs> and you've been listening to a very special episode of the Geek Whispers live from Matt Brender's wedding. Hey, Matt, where's your bride? I have to actually have a question to ask her. Uh, she's currently sidestepping her way back into the dance floor. So, Matt, what do you think about community? We're connecting work and community back into a real-life social fabric, right? We're all here because of you and because we've met you at work. I mean, I don't know. We didn't conclude anything other than that we're absolutely lucky. Yeah. Well, I, I do say there there's a great deal of luck involved, right? There's a lot of inspiration. I mean, without a doubt, Luigi Danico's here. He got me into the social media that brought us all together. And without that, none of these dots would have connected in the first place. And then on top of that, um, there's also this element of, like, we find the mutual benefit for all of us. Like, there, we, we rise all of each other up by inspiring each other, by growing a community, by building building content that's amazing for each other. Um, and it bleeds into real life. Like, we all have open hearts, and it brings us together. So I, I have a, a really important question. Um, how did the Spice Girls not make the Do Not Playlist? <laughs> I'm going to have to pass to Adele on this Being one. from a different generation, the Spice Girls were a very formidable group. In my feminist upbringing, Amy, so don't appreciate the dude. Yeah, yeah, there's actually Spice Girls going on. I, what I, my question is, why aren't we dancing right now? Because there is Spice Girls on behind us. So, Adele, first time actually we've met, we've been talking to this dude for years, every week or so. Uh, what, what did you think? You've, you're coming in late to the podcast, but what did you think about this thing about we're, we're, as we, we talk all the time? Here you've got you've got people who are from Matt's real life and your virtual life coming to your wedding. So we're talking about how community starts out virtually and maybe professionally oriented and becomes personal. So what was it like to have these two barrel of monkeys coming into your home every week? Totally. No, it's been cool. I mean, it's been really cool to have been here from the very beginning. I mean, really, the very beginning of the Geek Whispers where Matt was like, Hey, I'm thinking we're going to try this podcast. My friend John and Amy, we're going to see how it goes. And like... Honestly, Matt comes always like, oh, I'm going to podcast tonight. And it's like, it's become such a normal part of our, like, weekly routine that it hasn't even been, like, a major, like, disruptive from our relationship. It's been, like, part of it. <laughs> well, we're very glad to be part of your relationship and, and grateful to be part of your wedding and your and, lives. But we're not coming on the honeymoon. You're, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> and we, we promise to give them a couple weeks off. Yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. We're going to let you guys get back to the Spice Girls or whatever the next song is. Thank you so much for being part of your special wedding podcast. Oh, tell me what you want, what you really, really want, John Troyer. <laughs> I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. I want to? I want to? I don't know. No, come on. <laughs> you did so well. Going. We'll work out who's which spice later. <laughs> and with that, it's been another episode of The Geek Whispers. We'll see you next time. Wow, that was good. First cameo. Yeah, you did awesome. We were going to surprise Matt, and then we're like, oh, And with that, it's been another episode of the Geek Whispers. We'll see you next time.
you've been listening to the Geek Whisperers podcast. Tune in on iTunes or Stitcher for regular stories of technology careers, cultures, and lives. Share it with a friend or invite us to an event through our website, geek-whispers.com. Find us on Twitter at geek underscore whispers or at Jay Troyer, MJ Brender, and Comms Ninja. Thanks for listening and see you next time.